From Hope Made Strong, this is the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out. So listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. Hey there, welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. My name is Laura Howe. And here in the podcast, we often talk with other authors and lots of different ministries and nonprofits and thought leaders from all around the world about their resources, their tools, and their strategies. But I don't think I've ever done a walkthrough, a full walkthrough of what we do here at Hope Made Strong. Now, sure, if you go back in the episodes, you're going to hear about different strategies that I offer or different uh, maybe aspects or programs that we like to to get, you know, tell people about like the cohort or Mental Health Sunday and a lot about the summit if around that time of year. But I forget that a lot of people don't know or see all the ways that we work with local churches and help them support their people. There are also a lot of new listeners to the podcast. I hear you or I see you actually. I see all those downloads. And so I hope to answer the curious question that I've actually received a lot lately in in Facebook messages and in um, emails. People are asking, so what is Hope Made Strong all about anyway? And so first, I want to share a little bit about myself and my background so you know who I am and my story and how God led me to this ministry. And then let's dive in to talk about all the different ways that Hope Made Strong, what it does, and all the different ways it supports local churches. So first off, my story, and I promise I'll be brief. Uh, I'm a registered social worker here in Canada, which is equivalent to a clinical social worker in the U.S., I worked in a community mental health agency for about 15 years, and fairly early on, I began to notice that there was a striking difference between the needs that I saw in the community and the support offered in the church. And I also saw that my approaches in counseling that I was using and trained in often aligned with biblical principles, and I truly felt that those counseling methods and methodologies worked. And not because they were researched and were developed by some, you know, fancy person with lots of degrees behind their name, but they worked because they were touching how God designed us. They were tapping into biblical principles. And for years, I worked for the, with the most marginalized individuals in my community. And I'm going to be honest with you, this took a toll on my own mental health. Even though I was trained and was part of our province's trauma-informed working group with many people throughout our whole province, compassion fatigue and vicarious trauma, those symptoms snuck up on me. I didn't even realize how much I was struggling. After about 10 years of working with those with serious mental illness, significant trauma, refugees, and those who were really suffering with addiction, I found myself depressed and angry, resentful, and really struggling to engage in some aspects of life that I once loved. It was, I definitely had a change in in what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. I had no idea how much I was impacted by hearing the stories of others suffering. 
So with some encouragement, I took some time off. My supervisors, in fact, really encouraged it and provided support around that. And I sought counseling and got on my knees before God and was desperate for a refreshing and some direction in my life. I didn't want to end my career on sick leave. And I I didn't want to become that cynical, crispy fried social worker that I'm sure we all uh, know someone. Or if you are in the field, you know of someone who who is become like that. Because to be honest, this is the norm in caregiving professions that we become um, jaded or or hard shelled because of the the really difficult work that we do. God began showing me how ministry leaders actually are caregivers too. They're first responders to those in their congregation and to their community but they don't have any of the training and awareness of the impacts of trauma that I had, nor did they often have the sick leave or or the support of supervisors that encouraged me to take two months off of work. And so this is really isolating. And I began to see how the relentless demand and the boundaryless, boundaryless roles of ministry leaders are a recipe for burnout and compassion fatigue. Now, it feels a little bit silly, like a Sunday school answer, like Jesus or the Holy Spirit, but it is true. One night, I just couldn't sleep. I stayed up for hours writing out this passion or this vision that I feel felt like God was giving me, this concept for hope made strong, that if we can have healthy leaders in the church who are equipped with the tools to support others, our communities will be transformed. At the time, I I knew there was already not enough mental health resources in our healthcare and our behavioral healthcare systems to meet the demands of everyone in your community. In, in, In my hometown, there wasn't a single service that was taking on new clients. Everyone that was seeking support were faced with wait lists or just simply being told that they weren't even taking down names anymore. And this was a few years before COVID, a few years before really this mental health crisis, um, you know, climaxed and became a pinnacle issue for so many. I'm a huge advocate of peer support. And one of the roles of my clinical work was training and leading a team of peer supporters. These are people whose skills have come from lived experience and have had training on how to use those skills in a professional capacity. And I knew that the local church is filled with people who have lived experience, those who have faced suffering and struggle and trials and have come through it and are now on the other side with skills and knowledge that they can share. Here in Canada, this peer support movement has been building for a while. And and we have begun to see that professional peers uh, are being placed and hired in clinical settings and throughout community uh, community health and addiction and and training uh, supports. Research has showed that the best recovery outcomes occur when there is a pairing of clinical and of peer support. And I knew that if the church could tap into this, if the church could begin to see that the incredible, that there is such an incredible opportunity and there is a potential for so much impact when people come alongside of one another and offer peer support or companionship, that this ministry could transform whole communities. 
So this, this is where Hope Made Strong started. The local church is not meant to be a club to pump up its members, but, but it's a vehicle that God intended to move through to reach people and to bring them hope and healing and his saving grace. And what could be more powerful than to reach people in the core elements of who they are, those core identities? In my 15-year career as a clinician, I saw a pattern that regardless if a person was white-collared professional or if they struggled with serious mental illness or homelessness, every single person has three core needs, belonging, purpose, and hope. And it is these three core needs that are what peer support or peers offer, and the local church is perfectly designed to support them. So here at Hope Made Strong, we offer resources and supports for local churches so they are able to offer strategic and sustainable care that strengthens belonging, purpose, and hope with the goal for the whole person to flourish. Yeah, I that sounds like a really cool line. I love it. But a lot of people just kind of tilt their head and be like, okay, that was a lot of words. What the heck does that even mean? Well, to put it simply, we want to help you and your church care for people well without burning out. And we do this in a few different ways that we will now walk through. Uh, and we have both free options as well as paid programs. I really want to help every church transform their community with care. So Let's start off with some free resources. At Homey Strong, let's start off with just this podcast. So each week on the podcast, we highlight a tool or a strategy or a resource that will help you care for others or tend to your needs as a caregiver. We often uh, offer free downloads in the show notes and that you can access um, and apply to your ministry. Uh, I send a weekly newsletter each week highlighting the resources shared on the podcast, or maybe it's an event or program that is coming up, or maybe it's a partner that, that um, you know, that I work with that are doing some amazing work. I just want to highlight the different um, options for what is available in care and mental health. Then we also have the Facebook group. Uh, This is a private group for care leaders and advocates of mental health. There are thousands in the group from all over the world, and it is such a great place to ask questions and inquire about what others are doing in their their church in this space. So definitely, you're going to want to check out the Facebook group. So there's a whole community of believers there for you. There are three key resources that I offer for free. And actually, at this point, thousands of people have accessed them. So I don't think everyone has accessed all three. So you might want to tune in right here to get a sneak peek or a highlight of three really, really popular resources that um, people download for free. One is a e-guide called Three Steps to Building a Sustainable Care Ministry. And this is a quick start for those who recognize that the demand for care is increasing in their church and they want to start a care ministry, but just really don't even have a clue on where to begin. So Three Steps to Building a Sustainable Care Ministry. And I should say that every resource that I talk about, we are going to hyperlink that in a list in the show notes. So if you're like, oh, that sounds good. Just go to the show notes, click on the link, and it will be available for you. Uh, The second free resource is the Church Mental Health Summit. This is a huge virtual event offered every year. And 
we try to offer over 60 speakers, anywhere from 50 to 70 speakers, and it is accessible to everyone around the world. If you have the internet, you can access the Church Mental Health Summit for free. It launches on October 10th, which is World Mental Health Day. And thanks to the generosity of our sponsors, we are able to offer it free for that day. Now, the third tool or the third free resource is called Mental Health Sunday. This is a hidden gem. Let me tell you, this is probably one of my all-time favorites. The summit is pretty great, but this one, oh, it's one of my favorites. It is a done-for-you toolkit that is set up as a pay-what-you-want, so you can get it for free, but many people are shocked by the value of what is offered in this, and they want to give back and support what we're doing at Hope Made Strong. So they, I just have it set up as pay-what-you-want. So some people are getting it for free. Some people are paying $10, $5, $20. I think someone even paid $75. So Really, it's like, okay, Lord, what do you want? You know, how do you want to um, access this tool? And the Mental Health Sunday Toolkit gives you everything you need to host a Sunday morning service on mental health. I mean, everything you need. There is sermon notes that you know, will help be a jumping off point for, for the speaker. There is branding. Uh, so like lower thirds and all the things you need for video and social assets. There is pictures all, and these are all, um, all, all the Canva files. So this, you're able to customize this and put your own address and, and, and location and, um, time, date, all of these things. You have invitations. There's congregational downloads and giveaways. There's bumper videos. There is small groups. There's some kids activities. Literally, I'm not kidding you. There is so much, everything that you would need to host an invitational Sunday service on the topic of mental health. And I offer all of these for free because I don't want the size or of your church or the budget to limit how you can grow for your grow in the capacity of caring for your congregation and your community. With these free resources, you are able to take those steps forward uh, in building a strategic and sustainable care ministry. So you're going to want to check those out. I also want to highlight three online courses that I offer. These courses are available for you to work at your own pace and are, again, accessible by anyone with the internet. The first course is called Finding Hope in Helping. This course is all about overcoming and preventing compassion fatigue, vicarious trauma, and burnout. And yes, I do share some more of my story, my experiences. And this is a comprehensive course for those who are looking for freedom and want some guidance on how to overcome, but don't feel like they want, need, or able are able to access counseling. This is not meant to be a replacement for. This is meant to be a stand-in if you are not able to access or you're just not ready for it quite yet. The second online course is called Sleep is Not a Dream. I don't know, it's a fun title. In my work with leaders who are experiencing burnout, the very first identifiable sign is that their sleep is disrupted. A lot of people can't say, yes, I'm experiencing burnout, or yes, I'm experiencing compassion fatigue, depression, anxiety. So it's hard to comprehend some of that. But many people first are able to say, yes, I am struggling with sleep. I feel exhausted all the time. So if that's you, you can't fall asleep, or you wake up in the night, or no matter how much sleep you get, you are still feeling exhausted. I created this course specifically for you. 
for ministry leaders to address the issue of sleep from both, not both, but yes, both from a physical health, a mental health, and a spiritual perspective. Now, these first two courses are focused on caring for the caregiver, but the third course I offer is all about equipping your team to care for others, and it's called The Caregiver's Toolbox. It's a course for your volunteers to learn the basics of caring for and supporting others. It's a fast-paced course, and it's not very long. It's a nice, short, snappy course that teaches volunteer teams how to listen effectively, how to know when it's time to refer. Uh, it talks about boundaries, crisis de-escalation, ethical responsibility and how to end up or wrap up those supportive relationships. This really is a perfect small package course for small group leaders, your prayer team, and even for anyone who does one-on-one support like youth leaders. All right, so far the resources offered have all been individual where you download or access them independently. But like I said, we want to come alongside churches. We want to work with you. And I think that is what most people find helpful. So one of the most common questions I get is people asking about what other churches are doing to care for their people or simply asking for a template or a sample or a checklist or a pathway resource that they could use at their church. So I I put those, I smash those two requests together. What are other people doing? And here's a template. And I put those two uh, questions together and developed the care ministry cohort. Now, a couple times a year, we open registration for the care ministry cohort. And if you are checking this out when it's not open, then jump on the wait list. You'll be notified as soon as it's open. And we open up registration for a five-month-long cohort that brings together 15 to 25 ministry leaders who are developing their care ministries. And we try to offer multiple times of the week for people to to join in so it suits your schedule. Our ministry coaches walk leaders through a step-by-step process of developing strategic and sustainable care ministries. You hear from other leaders of what worked in their church and and we give you every download, template, and tool that you are looking for. Everything from sample policies to volunteer onboarding guides to sample emails that you can send to those who are requesting or emailing with needs. Uh, Sample budgets, program outlines, care pathways, you name it, you get the tool or the template or the sample to be able to impl- uh, implement it into your church. And you're doing it in a community of other leaders who are facing the same struggles that you are. The cohort is the most comprehensive program we offer at uh, Hope Made Strong. And it is weekly that you meet with other leaders and you are given all the to- tools that um, you could ever want, like I said. And the coaches are there to walk with you every step of the way. Earlier, I mentioned the Church Mental Health Summit as a free resource, but I wanted to mention the paid passes and the new opportunity to host a local church mental health summit in your community. I'm so pumped for this. There are actually two paid passes for the summit. The first is the all access pass, and it allows you lifetime access to all the talks. Now, the second paid pass is called the ultimate, which gives you lifetime access but it also gives you 
all of the online courses that I just described and and some of the courses from our collaborative partners. Now, let me tell you, this is the biggest bang for your buck. This is an incredible deal. So if you are curious about those courses, you're definitely going to want to check out the ultimate ticket from the Church Mental Summit. It really is um, such an incredible deal. Now, Oh, deep breath, because that's been a lot of information, but there is one more that I'm so excited to tell you about. Well, two more, but this one I'm most excited about. For organizations that want to champion mental health in their community, we have recently launched the opportunity to host local summits. This means that we assist you in hosting a local gathering of your leaders on the topic of faith and mental health by providing all of the digital tools and the digital resources that you are going to need, including registration, support, um, and the breakout uh, sessions, like videos for the breakout sessions, all the promotional material, and a host guide that you can ask questions for. Um, They're going to be right there available for you to to seek support. There is volunteer guides, there is uh, sample schedules, host notes, everything that you would really help you in in launching or offering a local church mental health summit. It's really exciting because we want the conversation to go from a global context to a local context where you can highlight local resources and your organization can champion mental health in your community. So if you are interested in hosting a local summit, go to churchmentalhealthsummit.com and fill out the interest form to connect with our team and begin planning your event. Very excited about this. Also, finally, myself and the ministry coaches on our team also connect with churches for one-on-one training. Uh, People ask us about consulting, workshops, service, or speaking at services or events. And if you are interested in working one-on-one or having some customized training for your organization or assessment of your care ministry, please reach out to us and we can develop something that is specific and special just for you. Okay, I realize this was a ton of information, so let me simplify. First, most people connect with Hope Made Strong through the free resources we offer, whether it's the summit or the podcast, and then they download something that um, they listen, that they hear about on the podcast or maybe on Facebook or something like that. And after a while, leaders discover that they want some additional support or training. So they go through the caregiver toolbox, or maybe they have more questions and connect with other leaders on the Facebook group. Those who lead in their church join a cohort because they are so busy doing ministry that they need additional support and accountability to build the ministry with a strategic focus. These churches then become known as safe communities where congregants have a sense of belonging, purpose, and hope, and their community sees them as a leader in care and mental health. And so they offer a local church mental health summit to equip other regional leaders in faith and mental health. So I'm not sure where you are at. Maybe you have just started listening to the podcast, or maybe you have just joined the summit, and this is the first time you've heard of Hope Made Strong. I want you to know that we are here for you. We want to come alongside you and assist your church in caring for others without burning out your teams. 
It has been such an honor connecting with so many of you. You are on the front lines and are first responders in your church and in your community. The support you are offering is changing lives. Thank you. Thank you for your service. This is what the local church is all about. And I would be honored to partner with you as you transform your community with care. I look forward to talking and with you, chatting more with you about how Hope Made Strong can support your local church. Talk soon and take care.